Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Back to America's Heroes Group with our roundtable and our community outreach segment, Saturday, July 16, 2022. July is America Diabetes and National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. Our host is Cliff Kelly. I'm Sean Claiborne, a co-host, Army National Guard veteran. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And we have our partner on the line, that is David Melenic. He is a CPA and president and founder of Cats Melenic Incorporated and a military family member. And we're going to talk about some tax issues and how to solve tax problems and kind of get an idea of what are some of the do's and don'ts and how you can just make yourself a little bit better when it comes to putting some dollars in your pocket or saving some dollars from the federal government, maybe state and local taxes or things of that nature. So how are you doing, Dave? How are you doing? Are you on the line? Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm here. Uh, great to be back, Sean. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think we've got some uh, good solutions for if you've got some tax problems. Um, and actually, to that end, I'm I'm going to give the first ten veterans who give us a call at seven zero eight nine one four eight two two zero and schedule an appointment with us. We're going to do a free investigation for them, and I'm going to explain what an investigation is. Basically, that is where we're going to get a power of attorney with the IRS on their behalf and we're going to get all the information that they that they have for their outstanding tax issues we're going to find out what years they have and haven't filed and what documents the irs does and doesn't have and we'll be able to uh file things in, with the best uh best case tax scenario for them based on that information now when you have a power of attorney for a client so what does that mean does that mean you can just go and do anything on their behalf can you open up a bank account on their behalf does it mean you can um, go and you know Well, okay, so so it's a Form 2848. It's a limited power of attorney, and it only applies to the Internal Revenue Service. And all it allows me to do is I can call the IRS or I can go on their database on my client's behalf, and I can get any information that the IRS has on them. And in addition to that, let's say somebody's in an audit or somebody is – dealing with a revenue officer who's coming after them, they're, they're trying to, you know, levy their bank accounts, levy their wages, whatever the case may be. I can step in in that case uh, against, that, against that revenue officer, and I can represent that client in front of the IRS. And um, in a lot of cases, we can get them to stop those actions. What are some of the biggest reasons why people um, have unexpected tax burdens? Um, well, actually, the the biggest reason that I'm aware of, and, and this is probably going to start becoming a bigger problem again here in the near future, is uh, when you have a foreclosure, for example, or you have some other kind of debt where you you had an asset and you don't have the asset anymore and the debt is forgiven and, and wiped away, uh, that doesn't actually, that isn't usually the end of it. Usually what happens is you're issued a 1099-C. And that 1099C will uh, is effectively taxable income. So let's say you had a mortgage for $150,000. You get foreclosed on, right? 
Well, the bank will issue you a 1099-C for $150,000. Now, that means that you have to pay taxes on $150,000 unless you know how to get out of it. And there are five different methods under Internal Revenue Code Section 108 that we can use to get out of that. If you're in that situation, feel free to give us a call, 708-914-8220. We can help you out. And another thing we mentioned, too, unexpected income, um, we talk about that or sources of income that you don't think of as income because you maybe have a debt forgiven or maybe a credit card that gave you of a past due bill or something like that. Um, in certain cases or some kind of aid you might have received, student um, aid. I mean, I remember as a military veteran, I remember as uh, being in college while while I was serving in the National Guard, I got a tax bill I didn't even realize because the military had paid some school benefits on my behalf. Now, GI bills don't fall under that category, but certain types of school benefits, like student loan repayment programs, things like that, can fall into income that you didn't expect. So I ended up having to pay taxes and penalties because the military paid off some of my student loans. And see, this is where this is where, especially at this time of year, getting a power of attorney can be really helpful, because if you haven't filed your taxes already um, at this point in the year, usually it's around the beginning of July. You can go in and get the wage and income transcript from the IRS and the wage and income transcript is basically a cheat code. It's telling you this is every single document that the IRS has. And sometimes there are documents on there that my clients don't expect. They're like, oh, yeah, I had this job and this thing and whatever. And then I say, okay, what's this 1099 for? And they say, I, I have no idea. Where where'd you get that from? Well, it's on your wage and income transcript, so we've got to deal with it now. So, um, and that and that's where a lot of those notices, like the one you just mentioned, can come from is because uh, – the, the the taxpayer doesn't know that they have some sort of a taxable benefit. <laughs> Excuse me, and then uh, the and then they have to report that taxable benefit. They're not aware of it, and then you get a, a nice little letter like the one you got, and you have to uh, figure out how you're going to deal with that uh, by getting the power of attorney ahead of time and 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 making sure you've got it right. We can prevent that. Um, give us a call seven zero eight nine one four eight two two zero again seven zero eight nine one four eight two two zero. We can help you with all of this stuff. So what is the – you might, I know you're probably the best person to ask about this, this, ask this question here, and that is when a person – a lot of people have income that maybe they were doing a gig economy, doing cash businesses or things of that nature, and something like maybe, they're, maybe they were doing something like, like um, say, taking care of a person. Maybe they were a caregiver. You know, imagine a person who's a caregiver taking care of a veteran in a house. They've been doing that for maybe 10 or 15 years. A person passes away, but they have – maybe they, that's the only job they had because they had to do it full time, but that person might have been getting cash under the table – how far back can the does the IRS go when it comes to not filing taxes? Is there like a is there like a time limit? So if I have twenty years worth of cash income that I didn't report, and then I want to start getting a regular job again, but I'm worried about getting audited, they might say, "What happened over the last ten or fifteen years of your of your work history?" Is there a timeline when you're to your safe, or how does that work? Well, so here's here's why it's important to file your tax return every year. Even if you don't think you need to, even if you don't think you should, at least go to go to someone who can give you a qualified yes or no answer. But here's why it's important. Because if you do not file for a given year, 
the IRS does not have any limitation on the time that they can that they can uh, assess a tax return on you or or collect on that tax return. There is no limitation to the time frame because there are three different types of statutes, and you, and you can kind of see in these in these statutes how how it's uh, how the deck stacked in the IRS's favor. So you've got the refund statute expiration. You've got the uh, assessment statute expiration, and then you've got the collection statute expiration. So uh, the refund statute, you have three years from the date the return is due plus any valid applicable extensions to claim a refund. Uh, The assessment statute, the IRS has three years from the date the return is filed to assess you. And collection statute is the IRS has 10 years from the date uh, the return is filed to collect. You'll notice a subtle word difference in there. Uh, For the refund statute, it's from the due date of the return. For the assessment and the collection statute, it's for the the date the return is filed. The difference there may seem small, but it's very large because if you never file a return, the assessment statute never starts, the collection statute never starts. Wow. Wow. So people really, if they're not filing taxes, and I've I've ran into people like this, I'm not naming names, I'm just saying... People that are not filing your taxes, that's why I say file your taxes every year. If you get help, if you don't know what you're doing, is get help. And then what's the difference between people who, for example, you have a lot of people out there, and I believe in going to professionals. I love CPAs because CPAs know what they're talking about. You have a lot of people out there that do taxes. They, you know, they, I, got, I got a lady that does taxes that do taxes. You know, I got a lady that does my hair, and she do my taxes at the same time. So is that healthy? Um, well, you know, I, I always say TurboTax is a great way to stay out of jail. Um, and so if, if, if you're not going to do anything else, if you're going to just do the basic bare minimum and you're going to pay whatever, you're going to pay whatever taxes that, uh, a computer spits out that says that you owe, at least go ahead and file the TurboTax and get that done. Um, the type of person that you just mentioned in my experience Oftentimes, that person's going to have their heart in the right place, but they're they're going to potentially hurt you more than they help you. Um, going to a qualified professional is probably the best option because not only are you going to get the uh, get the taxes filed and, and make sure that you're in compliance, you're also going to get the best possible scenario. Um, at least if you have a, a good professional. Um, you, there, there are a lot of complexities in the tax code that a lot of people don't know about. Um, and, you know, we can help not only with, you know, current year filings. If you've got back year filings that you that you are, you know, you haven't filed in like five or ten years, we can help you with that. We can pull we can pull down the wage and income transcripts, pull down the account transcripts, get the information that we need to get to get everything caught up. Also, if you're concerned, you know. Hey, I filed my taxes, but I think I might have filed them wrong. We can take a second look. We actually don't even charge for that. Just bring in your taxes. We'll do it. We'll do what's called a second look. We do it free of charge. If we think we can get you something back, we'll recommend an amended return. If any of this interests anybody, please feel free. Give us a call, 708-914-8220. And again, I'm going to mention the first 10 veterans to make an appointment. We'll get a free investigation. And one other thing, too, I know I've got a lot of non-for-profits that are listening. We have a lot of large organizations, some of them church organizations, some of them veteran service organizations. 
that are not-for-profits that feel like they don't ever have to file anything. They have nothing to do with the IRS. They, you know, they might even carry a letter around saying they're, that they're state tax exempt, and they show it at certain types of places where they need to buy things and not pay the state tax, at, either it's Home Depot or whether it's at the restaurant. Is there a need for – Is there? I've heard about informational tax filings, okay, and, and, um, and oftentimes I've heard that that's beneficial. Is there, is there any situations where not-for-profits or veteran service organizations or churches, megachurches in particular – do they need to do anything with have any type of relationship with the IRS as far as filing taxes or filing an information okay. tax reform? Okay, so if you're so if you're a church, you do not need to file a tax return. That is the one type of not for profit that is exempt from filing tax returns. Any other not for profit um, is required to at a bare minimum file a nine ninety N, which is an e postcard. Uh, that is if you make 50000 or less in, in donations in a given year. Uh, if, you, if you crack that threshold, you have to file either a 990EZ or a 990, and that's where things can get potentially uh, complicated for a not-for-profit because that will, um, that will potentially result if they don't file timely um, – now, now they don't. They're not going to owe any taxes unless they have unrelated business income, which we can get into another time. But that's a whole other topic. But um, but those not for profits can face uh, penalties of either twenty dollars a day or a hundred dollars a day for each day their return is late, up to a maximum of I think either two thousand or ten thousand dollars. Wow! And uh, so. A not-for-profit can be paying a $10,000 tax penalty just because they didn't file their return timely. Also, any not-for-profit in the state of Illinois that makes $300,000 or more in donations, first off, you have to be registered with the Illinois Charitable Trust Bureau. Not a lot of people know that. The Illinois Attorney General requires you to register as a not-for-profit with their office to make sure that you're collecting donations, doing things the right way. Um, then you have to file a form every year called an AG990IL. Uh, that form has to be submitted by June 30th. Uh, you can get a two-month extension on it, so you can get it in by August 31st if you don't if you uh, if you if you request the extension. But then also, if you're over $300,000 of donations in the state of Illinois, you have to have audited financial statements to submit with that AG990. Also, if you want to continually have a sales tax exemption. The Illinois Department of Revenue requires you to every three years submit audited financials as well. So it really makes sense for all of that. Again, 708-914-8220, 708-914-8220, katzmalanik.com. So it really makes sense to, to partner up with a CPA when you're, especially when you're a veteran servant. I always say the Holy Trinity: you got to have your attorney, you got to have your CPA, you got to have somebody that knows finances that really can watch your back and make sure that you're not making mistakes. Particularly in things that we take a lot of times, we take things for granted. We just don't think about you know some of the financial repercussions of what we're doing. We just say, oh, this is just easy. I'm just doing this, or whatever. I'm not for profit. I don't have to worry about this or that or whatever. And we don't file the necessary documents. Well, even a even a not for profit that that makes less than fifty thousand a year, if you don't file a, at a minimum once every three years, you lose your auto your you your it's called auto revocation. You automatically lose your not for profit status. Wow! If you if you are a not for profit and you don't file for three years, you automatically lose your not for profit status. 
Wow. So what is one of the biggest things we need to be looking at right now as far in this upcoming tax season? We're, we're getting close to the end of the year, about five months less, halfway, a little bit more than halfway through it. Um, people are starting to think about ways to get tax deductions. People are starting to think, especially businesses. I'm going to focus on small businesses today because I know there's a lot of small businesses going through this economy that are worried about inflation, worried about this, the, the success of their business. And they're also trying to figure out ways that they can save money on their on their expenses, particularly when it comes to taxation. So what are some of the things they can do right now to maybe help themselves save money on their income that they're bringing in every year? Well, right now, especially right now and for the rest of for the rest of the year, this is a great time period to sit down and plan out your taxes for next year. Um, I am a big proponent of the old saying, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I know that's a big thing in the military as well. Um, so it, it, this is the time you really want to sit down, look at your profit and loss, go over it with a qualified professional and say, Hey, what are some things that we could do to maybe cut the tax liability? But then also how much do we need to pay in to make sure that we're going to be covered so that that way, when April 15th rolls around, I'm not going to be sitting there going, Oh my gosh, how am I going to come up with $30,000 or whatever the case may be? Um, if you, if you pay it out in chunks and actually the, the U S tax system, I'm sure you've heard this before. It's a pay as you go system. You're supposed to make quarterly estimated payments if you're a business. And, um, if you don't do that, you actually can get hit with penalties. So this is a great time to sit down, uh, plan out your next year, figure out, Hey, what, what kind of profitability am I projected for? What, what things can I do to push that up or down if I want to? And then what do I need to pay in to make sure that I'm going to cover whatever I need to report when I go to file my taxes? We can help you with all of that. Again, definitely, we can help you with everything. Give us a call, 708-914-8220, 708-914-8220. And this is, a, this is something that a lot of people want to know about because, you know, people have been in a situation where they haven't paid their taxes and now all of a sudden they're on uh, IRS's, you know, hit list. Um, what are the ramifications? What are the penalties? You always hear this. I remember watching Punk when I was uh, when I, a little bit when I was young. I remember Justin Timberlake was on Punk one day, and uh, Ashton Kutcher was doing running a show, and he they had a fake IRS seizure at his house. So they were seizing all the assets out of his house because he hadn't paid his uh, supposedly hadn't paid his taxes. He had an accountant, of course, and had people handling his money and everything. But because he didn't pay some dollar, one dollar short in his taxes, they were state were taking everything out of his mansion. Is that realistic? Does that really happen? How does that work? That that is an obvious extreme comedy scenario and is not something that would actually happen. The point where the IRS is going to come in and seize your assets is a point far beyond most people where most people get. Uh, one th- that said most people don't like when they get their paycheck levied. And that is something that is a very frequent occurrence and something the IRS will not hesitate to do. Now um, you do have rights and you do have the ability to counteract that. There are definitely a a lot of different ways that we can prevent levies and or stop levies. Um, But again, that's going to involve that power of attorney. So we have to, we have to get on file with the IRS and then we can call on your behalf and we can, and we can work out a solution where you will not have to face that levy anymore. But um, but the idea of, of somebody coming in and taking your house, that's going to be if you are years and years and years past due and the IRS has literally no other way to collect, 
that's when they go to that route. Um, and, and we will definitely be able to stop it long before it ever gets to that. Give us a call if you're, if you're concerned about that or anything else in relation to collections. Definitely give us a call, 708-914-8220. We can help you out. Again, 708-914-8220. And once again, I'm going to bring this issue up because I know there's some people out there listening that are in this situation. I'm not going to name names, but there are some people out there in this situation that have not been filing their taxes for many, many years. It's been working on, you know, doing cash hustles, side hustles, gig economy type uh, type activity. You know, maybe they're waitresses, maybe they're, you know, uh, cab drivers or uh, or um, rideshare people type things, whatever. All kinds of different ways people uh, do side hustles to make to make money. And they've been doing it for years and making a lot of making a lot of money actually doing it. Um, if they haven't filed in many, many years, what's the first thing they should be doing right now? Um, trying to get their records together and, and, and get, and get everything filed. If you are a cash income type of business and you're not receiving any 1099s, yes, you do have an advantage in that the IRS probably does not have any of the records of your income. However, if you want to do anything like buy a car, buy a house, um, do anything that involves a transaction, a larger transaction in the scope of society, you're going to need to have your tax returns filed and you're going to need to be able to show some reasonable amount of income to be able to, to, to borrow enough money to buy a house or buy a car or whatever you want to do. So even the people who are cash income who technically couldn't be quote-unquote caught if they were uh, if, if they were to not file tax returns, uh, it's still in their benefit to do it because that that's the only way you're going to be able to access if you want to do anything with either either personally or if you want to expand your business. That's the only way you're going to be able to access funds. You're not going to be able to get that without having a tax return. And most of the time, they're going to file what's called a 4506T with the IRS and confirm that the tax return that you're showing them is a tax return that's on file. And they can do that. They can request that. Um, If you're in that situation, we can file the power of attorney. We can get all your information. But you're going to also have to, if if you're that cash income business, you're also going to have to provide us your records so that we can go through and get and get the information together and, and, and make a good, good uh, tax filing scenario for you. We can, we can take care of all of that. Again, give us a call 708-914-8220. We can, we can get everything taken care of for you again, 708-914-8220. Dave of Casper Lenick, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to be on. Thanks. This is America's Heroes Group. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.